Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. the stuff and things podcast the umbrella academy edition i am sam joined as always by my partner in crime stefan hey we're back again <laughs> yeah now was that a close reference yes well done and any anybody listening you've got that five points five points five. to your house well done yeah uh, we are we are back again uh we are going to be talking about episode two of season two of the Umbrella Academy, and of course that episode title was... The Frankel Footage. Yes, yes, very good, very good. Um, I can tell you've studied and you're, you're all prepped for these now. I like to think I'm doing a better job now, yes. <laughs> I'm 30 now, I have to be professional. You are, yeah, that's a good point. We, we never discussed this on last week's show. You have turned 30. Do you yeah. feel your life has changed? Yeah, I'm an old fecker now. Okay, well, as I'm like... Pushing thirty eight. Well, <laughs> shut up! You're not. Um, yeah, I. I um, it's funny actually. A lot of people have that kind of thirties. Their scary age. It's like you know, turning thirty. That's the big one. That's the birthday. That a lot of people get very quite depressed about. I. I. I went that way at twenty five. Yeah. No. See, I, it's good because I still sit and play computer games and watch comic book and adaptations on telly and stuff. So I'm still about twenty one. I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're not though. <laughs> I am. But no, no. I, I I don't know what it was, but I um I was like 24, and I saw something, and or someone said to me, "Oh wow, 25. That's quarter of a century." Oh yeah. Yeah, and it, it, man, it freaked me out. I was like, "Whoa." Yeah, you know, it's like turning 50. Oh, you're halfway to 100. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, like every every year now, it's kind of just like another nail in the coffin. But it is just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twenty five, I freaked out. So when I got to thirty, I was fine. I was kind of like, oh, I've come to terms with it. Whatever. I, th- I think forty is going to be mine. Forty, I reckon, will be my freak out. Um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the the midlife crisis ring. I'm in that now. I'm in that kind of where I'm looking I was, forward to it. I'm looking for. I want a convertible. No. If I maybe if I, a boat. If I start dating an 18 year old with big boobs and buy a sports car, everyone would just go, "Oh yeah, he's there in, it is. He's in that. He's in that zone," um, which is quite a liberating feeling. Um, I'll still so high five before it, so it's fine. If there are any 18 year olds with big boobs listening and sports cars, get in touch. But um, <laughs> on unless my phone starts ringing off the hook which I don't know <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Umbrella Academy yes. so we talked about episode one uh, last week and we went through obviously the sort of key points one of the things that sort of happened in episode one into two which is why I've left it to talk about in two is obviously five goes to find Diego 
Yeah. Um, he finds him in the mental hospital. So, you know, that, that's funny to start. There's a few things about Five, which obviously he's an old man or the experiences of an old man trapped in a kid's body. Yeah. So when he speaks to his siblings, he does speak down to them, which is really funny. From it's a, great to watch. He's like yeah. a fifteen-year-old telling off a thirty-year-old. Like, yeah, and Shut. and and it's their kind of interactions with him as well. Like they even call him old man, um, and and they kind of have this almost oh, okay, whatever <laughs> sort of. Yeah, they're like resigned to his experience and listening to him, which I know took a little bit of season one to kind of come through, but in season two, you do really have that dynamic. But the other thing that sort of cracks me up is. He's basically wearing like a school uniform all the time. Yeah, we mentioned. Um, well, I say we mentioned this. I mentioned this to my partner when we were watching it. Yeah, every single character has got changed. Yeah, constantly. And stuff like yeah. that. And then there's just him, like. And I don't understand you know, why that is. <clears throat> no, I don't get it. He just stays in the school uniform. He could have put anything on at any point, and yeah. he's like. No, I wear the uniform. But but also, no one ever seems to query it. Like, it's brought up a couple of times, like, oh, there's a kid running around in, like, you know, look, it looks like his school uniform and stuff. Yeah, it's a kid in a blazer. Like, yeah. Oh, right. Just but, take the blazer off and I'll know who you are. But they don't, like, at no point does anyone go, are you ever going to get changed? Your clothes stink. <laughs> you, you know? Yes, yeah, a lot of one. blood gets spilt on those. Yes, thank you. That's another point as well. I mean... What the hell's going on? Does he have some ability with his thing when he jumps through a portal, he cleans himself up? <laughs> he jumps through dry cleaners each time. Yeah. yeah, very odd. But anyway, he goes to see um, see him. He, he quickly realises that Diego has been on his own a little while. He is one-track-minded about saving the president. So Five's like... <laughs> Do you know what? Fine, stay here. I'll go deal with what I got to deal with. I'm not having you mess things up. Yeah. Um. So he leaves him le- to rot. He leaves him in the mental hospital, <laughs> which is kind of like it's very. Fi- I mean, very five. Five is very kind of methodical, and he's like, "Well, I know you're in here. I know you're safe. I know you're not going anywhere. So I'm just going to leave you here, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to go." Uh, tells the guards, like, yeah, don't listen to him. He's completely mental. He's delusional. <laughs> Diego starts going crazy. Um, but, I mean, obviously, Diego does does manage to, to get out eventually. And But he has a friend. Yeah. He, he's made a friend in there, which we're not going to talk about later on too much. But in this... Lila? Early, yeah, Lila. Lila, that's it. So in this episode two, um, when we're first introduced to Lila, did you have any sense of her being anything other than just uh, a loony? A, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. I thought, yeah, she's a bit crazy, but in a kind of fun way. <laughs> in a kind of yeah, she is completely bonkers. Um, but you can see how Diego would gravitate toward it. Diego has this, he does have this kind of hero complex. Oh, so, yeah. So when he's with her, it's kind of like, you know, stick with me, kid, I'll look after you, kind of yeah. kicks in. Um, but but obviously, you know, we, we do see them get away. We do see them unite with five. Um, yep. The other thing about her, which I, I wrote down here, okay, and I, and I love... 
that I can write, I can read this to you now and feel a little bit smug. Intr- Lila seems barking. That's my first note. <laughs> Lila seems barking. My next yep. note about Lila is interesting. She doesn't seem to be phased by anything. Like five doing what he does. Yeah, worth you know. And I sort of put a little star next to it. I- is she who she says she is? Oh, he's a smart one. Well, it was it he's was only that because she, because she has this kind of moment where she's breaking down, and Diego goes to her and she's like. You know, I just want to know this is real because, you know, last time I saw things, <laughs> um, I got locked up in that hospital. So I kind of thought to myself, oh, okay, you know, I'm wrong. But I yeah. wrote that note, that scene happened, I was like, oh, okay, I'm wrong. Um, so, yeah, I, I, liked, I love to say, yeah, nailed it from the start. I knew what was going on, but it was basically scene by scene, I was kind of making my notes and... Yeah, when I saw that scene of her saying, "Oh, you know, I just need to know it's real," because last time I saw things, I was locked up. I was like, "Ah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no, you're not." <laughs> it made me laugh because when she said that last time I saw things, I got locked up. You know, yeah. your mind instantly goes to, "Oh, she's a proper like hallucinogenic yeah. psycho yeah. crazy girl." Yeah. So this, you know, she's going to be interesting to have around. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the other things that obviously happens in this episode, which is the main key to it, is um, we discover... We saw in episode one, Hazel slip something in Five's pocket. Yeah, now, the tape. Yeah, now Five finds it in this episode, and then he, uh, Diego, the, the crazy lady, watch it together. Uh, obviously, Elliot's there as well. I think they've tied Elliot to a chair at this point because he was getting a bit, you know... That's the top. it, yeah. But he just that, gets left there. The poor yeah. bloke is just left. Another thing that happened in this episode which made me laugh is Five and Diego go off. When they come back, he, he turns to uh, Lila and says, you didn't untie him from the chair? And she's like, was I supposed to? Yeah, he's just <laughs> been left there for hours. Just like, I mean, uh, yeah. So that oh made my. me laugh. Um, but yeah, so they watch this footage and the footage is of JFK being killed. Um, yes. Obviously, Diego is kind of like, look, I told everyone... Uh, Lila acts shocked and sickened by it. Um, you know, um, Elliot's freaked out as he would be. But the yeah, also that... nerdgasming majorly at the same time. Oh, big like, time, ah! yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, he is loving <laughs> it. Uh, but the th- big thing is Five's reaction. Now, Five is just like focused on something. Now, I only remembered at this point, because I'd forgotten in episode one, but I remembered at this point that Five was part of the Kennedy assassination working you know when he was back doing his killing yeah he decides not to do it and that's when he's able to jump back into yeah. like, well back into the future yeah 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 back yeah. to the future yeah that's it yeah, without referencing films yeah. so basically it's how season one of the whole show begins is him doing that yeah um so i was kind of like oh, okay we are you know the opening episode was called right back where we started for him this is literally true yeah and did you also pick up on in the first episode he gets that he sees the newspaper article? Yeah. And the news paper article is what kind of says JFK declares war. Yeah. And then we see the assassination. In my head, I'm going, oh, so they have to make sure he does get assassinated. Yeah. If he's not assassinated, he's going to start the A end war, of the yeah. Oh crap. <laughs> Yeah, so it's kind of like, all oh, right, so you need to make sure it happens. Whereas you've got Diego there. Diego's I'm going like, to save no. him. But yeah. the thing that gets Five's attention and then Diego's attention 
is the man sort of stood there with the umbrella. Yeah, Reginald. Yeah. Um, or or dad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've written down uh, the the Franco footage shows the Kennedy assassination and Reginald, aka Dad, is there. Diego and Five decide they're going to investigate. Um, my next note here, okay, is yeah. Diego and Five decide to investigate. Diego gets effed up. <laughs> Don't he just? Oh, he gets it handed to him on a. Like, it really so does. They go to find Reginald. Reginald uh, has got basically a building which is, in essence, a front. And when they break into it, they realise, you know, nothing goes on in this building. Like, all the offices are just empty with dust everywhere. No one clearly works there. It is just a front. Yeah. Um, they split up to investigate, and Reginald leads, walks away. So Diego follows him. Uh, but Five's there, and Five comes across a much younger version of a character we all know. Pogo! Yeah, from season one. So cute, the little monkey. And gets attacked by him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gets... just and you're like, oh, he's so cute. He then slices the side of his neck, and you're like, oh. But it's like Five's so happy to see him as well. Like Five's normally such a horrible ass all the time and he sees him he's like oh it's Pogo and he's like trying to talk to him and he's like really happy and then just gets attacked attacked and runs <laughs> off and he's like oh okay yeah this is why this is why I'm horrible to everybody yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so Diego goes after Reginald he, he tracks him down to this kind of like abandoned warehouse and they fight um, yeah. at the last minute because he doesn't quite know it's Reginald but then the light catches his face and he sees him and he goes dad and Reginald, without hesitation, pounces on this moment and stabs and just him. him one, yeah. And, and then calls him an amateur <laughs> and walks off. I love it. Like, Mr. Hero Complex is called the amateur and stabbed by his dad. Yeah, I mean, Diego, Diego yeah. has some issues, daddy issues anyway. <laughs> this this does not Out help. worse. And then he talk, calls his dad like it was an underhand shot, cheap shot. Shouldn't yeah. have done it. Oh, cheap shot. Yeah, no, I mean, he absolutely, I mean, he leaves him for dead, quite literally. Yeah. Um. So, so I mean, that's what's going on with them. Now, we do catch up with the other characters in this. Um. We do catch up with Luther, who who you gets freaked out because he sees Vanya. Um. So Luther is kind of doing his thing. He's throwing someone out of a club, like who's drunk. Uh. What we know is that this drunk guy is the husband of Sissy, who Vanya's living with. Yeah, Vanya picks him up or in the car, drives the car, and Luther's just stood there in absolute shock. Um, yeah, he then follows her. Was well, because Vanya looks at him and just yeah. like and there's think, nothing. You it's, think, yeah. and then it's just kind of like, eh, it's a big bloke, and but, drives off. But he then goes out to the farm to find her. Dude, is he going there to kill her? Well, he has the gun in his back, yeah, kind of like tucked in. And I'm like. Does he think that if she lives, she's going to do it again? Is he? Yeah, I'm proper in two minds. Is he going there to put her out of, like, completely? Because like, what he's saying isn't like he's saying like, oh, you know, I'm we your brother. Be and all that. Yeah, uh, we all let you down. And I'm like, if you've gone there to kill her, surely you're not going there with that kind. You know, Adam. Or is apologize, it, apologize, apologize. Yeah. Bang. Or has he taken the gun as like a safety precaution because he's scared of her? Also, highly likely because yeah, the last time they saw her, she did kind of kick their ass. 
But yeah, so he's they know he's, the world. So Luther has met Vanya. Vanya has met Luther. Uh, Luther has kind of said, "Look, I'm your brother," which Vanya's like, "What? <laughs> I have a um, brother, and you're yeah. huge." Yeah, what the hell do they feed you? Um, we also get a little hint for the first time, for me anyway, that Vanya might be, you know, a little bit in love with Sissy. Yeah, that kind of started up quite early, didn't it, that one? There was, uh, in episode two, there, there's some looks. And I'm kind of like, so I actually wrote the note, is Vanya in love with Sissy? Question mark. Um, I wasn't sure at this point if that was kind of recipro- reciprocated, but I definitely felt in episode two, Vanya was looking at her very with the smitten eyes. Yeah. Like, that That car hit her hard. Yeah, clearly. Um, my next note, um, I think, is probably the most random note I've ever written when talking about a TV show ever. And I'm just going to read it to you how I wrote it, because I think it's only fair. <laughs> the yep. handler is alive, WTF, question mark, exclamation mark, and she's taking orders from a fish. Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was surprised to see she was alive. Well, she got shot in the head. Yeah, I was surprised, to say the least, that she yeah. was alive. Yeah. And then you find out that she's lost her job and being replaced by a fish. Yeah, have you ever seen um, Megamind? The cartoon? Yeah, animated film. Yeah, yeah. I've got, seen bits of it. He's got a character in it who's his minion called Minion, and it's basically a great big robot with a fish in a bowl for a head so it was kind of very similar to that like the minute i saw this character i was like that's minion so you're just looking at it it was i mean this was probably the main part of this entire season that makes you sit there and go what the actual yeah yeah that was there's a lot of weird stuff that happens but i would never have expected a fish in a bowl thing above a body as the new boss and and smoking as well yeah like he has this little pipe hole at the bottom of his so tank to weird. smoke. So so weird, and uh-huh. everyone just treating it like it's perfectly normal. Yeah, like this no is, one's this is freaked what it out is. by that. Everybody's just like, "Oh, hello, sir. Hello." You know, nobody's. Yeah. Yeah, that was so weird. Um, but yeah, the handler is alive. Um, freaked out the poor guys who were about to cremate her. Um, but yeah, she is alive. So that was strange. Um. We also get to see another reunion of the characters. We get to see Five track down Luther. Um, my note here is Five talking to Luther quite funny. Luther's basically been alone for an entire year and is done. Doesn't want to be number one anymore. Doesn't want to be in the Umbrella Academy. He basically says to Five, oh, okay, the world's going to end. Ah, well, bye. Yeah, a giant <laughs> middle finger to the rest of them and go, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was quite interesting because obviously he saw Vanya and was like so keen if you like to kind of investigate that but then like five's there talking to him and he's like go away (laughs) i've got a job to do i've got no interest and also it makes me laugh because you can tell five's kind of like of all of all my siblings i know luther would be all right you know luther would be on board if i tell luther come on we gotta save the world luther would be there and luther's like "Eh, nah go away (laughs) yeah uh, so now that that was good, um, Alison, um, we see obviously there's a lot of stuff going on with the civil rights things, and we see her very very close to using her powers, but she stops herself. Uh, we learn in that moment as well that obviously her husband doesn't have a clue 
So yeah. she's married, she's living there, but she's not confided in anyone. <clears throat> At any point, did you start thinking, has she got the husband with an eye room? I heard a rumour? or Well, to be honest with you, you do have to wonder with her, because in her past, she has very much... Her entire done... life was built <clears throat> around the... Doing I heard a rumor that, you're yeah. gonna give me the role in that film. I heard a rumor you're gonna give me the modeling job. Yeah, but yeah. then obviously she had that horrible experience with her daughter where she did it, and you know it led to her life being turned upside down. She didn't want to use her power at all, and then she did or went to use it with Vanya, who then cut her throat. Yeah, um, and then obviously, so when she arrived in the past, she she can't speak, you know, she doesn't speak. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was kind of kind of interesting from that point of view of. I'm not sure what she'd be doing, but it was interesting to see she nearly did it. <clears throat> Considering yeah. she's black and in this era, you'd kind of think if you had that power, imagine what you'd do. Um, oh, you, yeah, I mean, I, mean, um, a... I mean, we do see her, in essence, lose her temper later, but just her self-control there not to use it. Um, but was it a case of self-control, not wanting to use it or not wanting to be exposed because her husband would have found out? I think possibly more the second one. Yeah, yeah. No, I am. Um, I I think you're probably right. Um, my my other note in this is uh, Diego's friend Lila. See now, she she's managed to hook me in in this episode because I'm like Lila's freaked out by five in this episode jumping around. It's quite funny. She yeah. basically keeps saying lines like "Oh, where the f- did he go?" and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> which genuinely cracked me up. Um, so. Yeah, Lila's, you know, so in episode one, I wrote down the note. Anyone who listened last week, I was kind of like, hmm, interesting. What is she like? But yeah, here, not so much. I'm kind of like, uh, I've I've been hooked in, basically. Yeah, you want to know kind of what's going on with her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 at this point, I'm just, I even describe her in this as Diego's friend. So, yeah, I, I'm. she's managed to convince me she's just there in the background at this point. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, I, I don't know, because I think I said to you last week, episode one, I kind of watched him, was like, oh, that's interesting, but then didn't feel like I needed to push on the two. I think yeah. episode two for me was actually the one that I, I, I kind of struggled a little bit. Like, I, I was, I, I mean, like now, in the context of the whole season, you know, another good episode. Yeah, I remember you actually sent me a message after you watched this episode. And you said you were kind of finding it a bit hard watching. And I was like, no, 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 push through the next two. Yeah, yeah, no, you were absolutely on. And and you'll be there. But the scene where the the cops come after Raymond. Yeah. And I I remember sitting there watching this going, oh, this is going a completely different way. Like, this is very kind of dark and serious. And actually going like, this is what it was genuinely like back then. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. Which is very good, but I expected it to be a lot more light-hearted, a lot more weird and jokey. So I remember watching this episode going, oh, they've taken this a completely... How is this season going to go? Because this is the opposite of what I was expecting. Yeah, I mean, it was was kind of like tonally... I, I was kind of I watched episode two and I was just like uh, no I'm not you know I'm not want to watch three and I don't think I watched three for a good few days I, I think yeah. I'd messaged because you'd said to me oh have you done it yet and I was like no man <laughs> I, I can't I'm struggling I haven't even got past two 
and you said like no 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 watch watch three watch four trust me you'll get hooked in and i did and i was um but yeah i did kind of finish episode two and was kind of like oh i don't even know if i want to watch three i'm kind of yeah one hooked me in two just kind of simmered a bit like i said in the context of everything it's great you know if you if i was to have had the ability to watch the show you know one after the other on like you know start at eight in the morning and just go for it um i i think i'd have you know it's like chapters in a book some chapters you know kind of feel like you're just not going anywhere and then all of a sudden the next chapter takes you from it you know you need to yeah lay some groundwork in places and that was fine and it was good but um yeah so two i kind of struggle with a little bit but yeah three four five so you know going on from that absolutely hooked in I, I think the pace of the show really picks up as well with like episode after episode yeah i'd say so yeah you kind of get to by a season by episode four that's where the kind of i think the real action well, really it's kind begins of like, yeah it's kind of like the, the overarching story of everything you know it's like there's groundwork being set lots of little stories groundwork being yep. set lots of little stories and then you know bang you're kind yeah, of here really we go it. yeah. it's like you know the, the swedes are kind of like this uh threat or the big threat as perceived yeah. um and obviously we then learn that the handler is a far bigger threat but yeah the, the swedes and what they're doing and you're kind of like focusing on that and you're focusing on each individual story you know like Lufers with jack ruby diego's got his daddy issues and he's just been left for dead you know uh the civil rights stuff with you know so there's all these little arcs and you're kind of interested in all of them klaus appears to really be desperate to run away from being in a cult <laughs> um, ben's in love with someone so he doesn't want him to leave exactly yeah, it's all which a is bit hilarious fun. So it's all just kind of all over the place and it all starts to merge, all starts to, you know, the overarching story just really picks up and then you have all the twists and turns, which which is what makes the show kind of great. Yes. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, that, that's kind of episode two. Unless there's anything else that you picked out from your notes? Uh, no, I think you've covered pretty much all of it, actually, yeah. Oh, frightening. Uh, but yeah, everybody, thanks for listening to us again. Like I said, these episodes are going to be short and sharp, sort of talking through episode by episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode three. Uh, get in touch with us. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Drop us a message. Let us know what you enjoyed about the Umbrella Academy. Let us know if there are any other shows you think we should be watching and discussing as well, because that's always fun. Because uh, this one came from a recommendation from you. So, yes. yeah, we'll see if there's anything else out there. But until next week, my friend, take care. And as long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week. <laughs>